0: Hello and welcome to the Carrie Lee Fitness Podcast. This is my very first episode and today I am going to take you through my journey uh, and chat briefly about my struggles growing up with weight, uh, yo-yo dieting, eating disorder and how I overcame that and lost a bunch of weight twice and how I got into fitness coaching and am here today recording this podcast. So, going back, I can remember the first time I thought about my body in a negative way. I was 10 years old. I had just switched schools. Um the boundaries had changed in our neighborhoods and a bunch of us had to switch to a school out in the country where all these kids had already known each other and you know, I'd always grown up pretty popular. You know, I I didn't have any enemies and at this school, um, it was right around the time when I just started hitting puberty. I went through quite early, so my body was changing. You know, I was getting acne and growing boobs and all that stuff. And I was feeling a bit self-conscious. And it was one day on the school bus when a kid didn't wanna sit with me because they said I was fat and I was taking up all the room on the seat. And that was the first time someone had ever said it to me and it really stung and I was like, I am, you know, it's like I never really thought of myself in that way, you know, Um, and looking back at it now like I wasn't I was just developing, you know, I was just um, bigger structured and getting curves a little earlier, you know, but as a kid it was really tough and at that age especially you know lots of changes were going on in my life my parents had just split up um so there was a lot going on and the bullying went for probably a good two three years you know walking down the hallways at school kids would pretend they were being thrown into the wall um because of me coming down the hall like i was this big fat beast uh you know there were different names um you know, the girls wouldn't really stick up for me. Um, you know, they just kinda laugh with the boys and it was really tough. Um, you know, and in high school it did get a little better. Obviously kids are a bit older, but um that damage had already kind of been done. Um and I had a really negative self-image about myself. Um, I remember in high school I used to wear my dance bodysuits. I was a dancer. Um, you know, there was something really positive I did outside of school that I loved so much. And all of my dance bodysuits that I would wear in ballet, um, I would actually wear under my clothing, almost like compression gear during high school. And it was really uncomfortable. Um, but I was just desperately trying to flatten my flatten my belly. Um, you know, and this was at the age of 14, 15, and all the way through to the end of school. And I remember not taking my jacket off in class um, and just, you know, trying on hundreds of outfits in the morning, nothing ever fit right, just feeling so jealous of of other girls or my friends who didn't have to worry about weight, um, you know, it was really brutal, and I joined a gym when I was 17, and a trainer had told me that I had to cut out all carbs, all sugar, all these things, and for someone to tell a teenager that, like what a terrible trainer. Um, you know, it's no wonder by the time I reached 18, 19, I had developed a full-blown eating disorder. Um, I was bulimic and that went on probably for six or seven years. Um, you know, I thought I'd found a solution to my problems. I could eat what I wanted and then, you know, just be sick and, uh, it was terrible, you know, and it was something that I kept secret for so long that people didn't know about. Um, and eventually, you know, going past college, uh, my good friends that I lived with, uh, at the time, they had a bit of an intervention with me and it was exactly what I needed. And I went and got therapy. I did group therapy. Um, you know, did some one-on-one work with counselors and had an incredible trainer um, teach me about healthy eating and balance. You know, there was nothing at that time. I didn't know anything about calories or anything like that. I just knew that every meal I needed to have protein. I needed to have, you know, a lot of veggies and choose a carb that I loved with every single meal and things like this. And to enjoy ice cream and stuff in moderation, you know, choose a treat for myself every day. And I didn't know it then, but she was, she was such a pivotal, um, you know, such a important person in my life. Like she really pivoted me into the right direction. Um, you know, I later then moved to Bermuda. That's where I am now. Um, my father's Bermudian and I grew up in Canada and he had moved back to the island a couple years prior, and I was like, you know what, let me get a fresh start. Um, so I moved to the island, and I did have my healthy eating down at that point, and I was working out in Canada. But when I got here, um, I'd just been through a pretty terrible breakup at that age. I was 25. And if anyone listening here knows Bermuda, when you first come here, this is a party island. So here I was you know, brand new on a beautiful island in the middle of the Atlantic, and my social life just took off. You know, after years of feeling so awkward around people, you know, in high school and whatnot, I felt like I had a fresh start. I was meeting new people. Um, It's almost like I got to be a new person, and I just partied like crazy. Like, I literally had a black belt in, in chugging uh Jagger bombs and doing keg stands and playing flip cup and gosh you name it. Um so that went on for probably about I'd say like three or four years living here and I gained so much weight. Um I remember starting my first day uh at a new job. I worked at the hospital here for a while and I had scrubs that I'd brought with me from Canada that were my fat scrubs. You know, the days if I was bloated, they were my nice loose ones that I loved and I went to put them on and they wouldn't go past my knees. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I had I had no idea I'd put on so much weight. Um and it was at that point where um I was like, you know what, I need to make a change. Uh, I started working out with a trainer twice a week. Um, you know, but I still hadn't quite let that party life go um and it wasn't until i met um a friend um i met this this woman sharon who later became one of my best friends uh, and she was a life coach and i went to see her um and she taught me so much like she has no idea how much i owe my success to her um just stuff about owning my own owning my own stuff, taking control of my life, learning how to redirect my thoughts, change old beliefs, um, and most importantly, how to prioritize how I felt above all else. Um, you know, and I'll get into that in other uh, other episodes, but um, it took probably a good, and I'm still doing the work now, you know, it's probably been 10 years of working with her, um, but... The most important thing was when I learned to prioritize how I felt above all all else um, and started to follow that good feeling place I started to make better decisions because the years before when it came with dieting when it came to dieting like I was just I have literally tried it all you name it I have tried it I did the uh, what gosh the South Beach diet um, Atkins at the time because keto wasn't a thing then Um, I did that cayenne and honey and water and lemon cleanse. Like obviously, if you're only drinking this like liquid concoction for a week, you're going to drastically lose weight. But, you know, um, all of these fad diets and these extreme restrictions just kept leading to binges. And, you know, I hadn't had um, a bulimic episode in years, but like I could see that doing these restrictive diets um were gonna lead me down a bad road and possibly cause me to relapse, you know, because every time I do one of these diets, I'd end up eating things that I wouldn't even have regularly eaten. Like I remember, um, at the time I was a nanny and I showed up to um to the house and uh I'd always chatted to um the woman I nannied for about dieting and stuff because, you know, she was uh she was pretty fit and healthy and i remember coming over with buckets like or Tupperware dishes of uh raw vegetables and like lemon and like some fruit and stuff and she's like what are you doing and i was like i'm doing a raw diet i read it in a book and i'm only allowed to eat raw veggies and fruits for it was like 2 weeks you're only allowed to drink like lemon water and the funny thing is at the time like i didn't even really like vegetables so here i am with like a whole bunch of raw vegetables. Like, you know, usually if you're going to start eating veggies, you're going to roast and put some olive oil on there, some salt. No. Here I had like cauliflower and broccoli and all this stuff. And I remember that day, like by noon, I was like ready to go and order like five large pizzas. Like I was so miserable and I didn't even make it to the end of the day when I left my my shift was over, you know, my day um my day was over and I went straight to our it's like a fast food restaurant here in Bermuda called Ice Queen and I ordered like two burgers and fries and mozzarella sticks and all this stuff and sat there and ate it and felt so guilty after. Um and I had never even gone there. Um, aside from like at 3am, you know, after, after being at the bar at the time, but, uh, I had never gone there before. So I, doing this extreme restriction led me to eating more than I would have on a normal day, you know? And like, what kind of, what kind of life is that? Like, I was just so sick of these ridiculous diets, um, You know, I I did the paleo thing for a while, um, ended up gaining weight because I had no concept of calories and didn't realize that like eating 20 paleo cookies uh, didn't mean (laughs) that they didn't have calories. So uh, I actually put on a lot of weight because paleo food can be quite um, calorie dense because of the fats. Um, It's delicious and it's healthy. But as we know, and we'll discuss in other podcasts, healthy foods also have calories, right? So needless to say, I tried that. um, And then what had happened um, in that time, I I started to exercise more. As I mentioned, I hired a trainer. um, I tried some CrossFit classes. And then eventually um, at my gym, I kind of met a group of people there who were all into bodybuilding and I had decided, this was 2014, that in 2015, I was going to compete. I was going to do my very first bodybuilding show. Now, at this time, I probably weighed maybe 175 or something like that, um, which for me was actually quite healthy, considering I was like 220 when um, when I'd hit my heaviest. And at 175... Um, fitness had become a regular in my life um I hadn't quite let go of all the party the partying yet and you know I didn't quite I still didn't understand calories per se but I was eating healthier I was eating more whole foods so by default um I was eating less calories and you know I really started to make some positive changes in my life as I said I was working with a life coach um working on prioritizing um how I felt above everything else, and trying to make better choices for myself. So I decided I was going to do this bodybuilding show. And it, I went from, you know, from being kind of balanced to going to one huge extreme. I, gosh, I think for probably six months, I ate Nothing but like chicken and broccoli and tilapia and ground turkey with all these salt free seasonings and and um you know I'd have like a quarter cup of rice and like half a potato and like those were like my treats and um it was really strict like I had this cooler backpack that my friends still make fun of me for like it was this massive backpack that was like as big as me um that fit six Tupperwares in And I would carry my meal prep with me everywhere and like have a timer. So when the, when the timer would go off, it was like, I have to eat or else I'm going to lose all of my gains. You know, it was, it was hilarious. Um, I laugh now thinking about it, but I went to this huge extreme where I was just this, you know, elite bodybuilder. I was hardcore. Everything I posted on Facebook was like, no pain, no gain. And I wanted to be this fit chick. And, I was just trying on this new identity and my friends were really supportive, although I'm sure they were so sick of hearing about like, oh, guess what I did on my leg day today? And I did this much on my leg press and everyone's like, who cares? (laughs) But they were so supportive. And I went from 175 pounds to like 118 pounds, 9% body fat. I gosh, in those last, like, final weeks, like, I, my social life had completely dissolved, um, because I was so tired, um, I was doing two cardio sessions a day, I was working out almost every day of the week, uh, when I had free time, I was meal prepping, or I was sleeping, or I was thinking about food, um, I would get a cheat day every once in a while, which, again, would lead to, like, eating some extravagant thing that I would never have eaten in the first place, um, And, you know, I competed and it was an amazing feeling Um, as restrictive as the journey was and as extreme as the journey was that moment when I stepped on stage, it was magic because I did it. Like I set a goal and I saw it through to the end and it wasn't just a small goal. Like that was a huge weight loss and a huge accomplishment. Like, it it was just incredible that I had dedicated that much time and stayed so disciplined for so long um so that feeling that night like I I do not regret my years bodybuilding at all um even even with the crazy diets and everything and I actually continued doing shows um I did four in total for another year um in 2016 uh when I actually got introduced to flexible dieting. So the second year when I did my show, um, I'd hired an online coach and I learned about tracking my calories. Um, At the time I was tracking my macros and realized that like, hey, you can have a sandwich, you can have fruit, you can, you know what I mean? You can have, you know, you want to still prioritize your your protein and your veggies and your carbs and things like this. Um, and it's still restrictive because you don't have wiggle room to mess up because you know, you really got to get lean. Um, so it's still extreme when you're trying to do a show, but that flexible dieting was just a game changer. I, I ended up building more muscle. Um, you know, I was focusing on getting stronger in the gym. I was doing little to no cardio. Um, you know, just a few little hit sessions here and there and walking. Um, You know, I wasn't doing hours on the elliptical and stuff. And it was, it was amazing. And I actually ended up winning my show that year and looking better than ever before. Um, And like I said, the whole bodybuilding world is still, is still extreme. Um, Even with flexible dieting, it's a lot like our bodies are not meant to be that lean. It's not all it's cracked up to be um i've had i've had a six pack and i can tell you your social life will disappear you'll be cold you'll be hungry um i'm pretty much just always thinking about food or when your next meal is going to be um you know and that's no way to live uh again like i was proud of myself for sticking to it and doing it in a more sustainable way but uh that was my last show I had um I kind of had enough with it I'd planned to do another one in 2017 but kind of spent that year finding balance changing my my goals when it came to fitness I was dabbling in powerlifting, um working on getting stronger um you know I struggled with the weight gain as most bodybuilding athletes will after you know if if you're if you're single digit body fat anything that is not that is fat. You know, so people will look at you thinking you're crazy and um, you know, I gain like five pounds or something and be like, oh, you know, don't don't mind my thickness and all this. And and meanwhile I'm like, you know, rail thin. And uh yeah, it's crazy what it does to your mentality. So 2017 um and 2018 really was uh, a period where I really had to learn how to be okay not being lean, um, and learn to love my body again. Um, during that time I met, um, the love of my life. I met Steven. Um, he is very much into fitness and, you know, eating healthy and has this, an incredible mindset. Um, you know, basically the most wonderful person in the world. And he really, uh, helped, to, uh, heal me from those years of restriction and the extreme. Uh, so, you know, after being unbalanced for so long, I began to find a bit of balance because, um, we just went to the gym because we loved it. We knew how it made us feel. Um, you know, I can't say I loved every workout. We just, it was just something we did and it was something we did together. Um, you know, which was enjoyable and we both enjoyed eating, great healthy meals, but also indulging in cheesecake and things like that. Like it was just fun. Um, And in 2018, I ended up getting pregnant, um, which was a bit of a surprise. We had just moved in to a place together. And I just started decorating the spare bedroom. And we hadn't even been in there like three days. And sure enough, I took a test. And yep, Arlo had decided that he wanted to be a part of our family and I was shocked but you know eventually pretty excited and I had a plan that during my pregnancy I was like oh I'm just gonna add 400 calories to my diet I'm gonna eat healthy I'm gonna meal prep and I I remember telling my OB like I got this I'm not I'm not gonna gain a ton of weight like I'm fit and yada 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 and gosh, within like the first four weeks of saying that, um, I developed food aversions like nothing else. I did not want to eat any protein. I didn't want to eat any veggies. I only wanted peanut butter and jelly and mac and cheese and fries and um, noodles and basically just, just carbs and cereal and things like that. Um, it was almost like I reverted back to childhood, like my comfort foods. And, um, I was eating dessert, like going out and getting cake and ice cream and whatever, whatever else, um, every single night. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with eating these foods, but I was doing so in a way that wasn't moderation I was just listening to my body and I actually ended up gaining 70 pounds during my pregnancy um which ended up which turned out to be one of the best things that could have ever happened to me I I didn't necessarily stress about it at the beginning I felt I felt pretty guilty um especially because I was a fitness trainer and I had my own business and um I had this presence on Instagram as this fit person, and all of a sudden, I felt like I'd failed, that people wouldn't um, respect me, or I don't know what the word is, but um, that I just wouldn't be relatable, um, you know, no one trusts a skinny chef kind of thing. And I took a hiatus from Instagram for a really long time, um, you know, and started coming back closer to my like end of my second third trimester and just being really open and honest with people about my weight gain and and that's when things kind of started to change um you know I was kinder with myself and after Arlo was born um I said to everyone I'm going to share this postpartum journey with you and it's not going to be like it was before you know the last time I'd lost a ton of weight was through bodybuilding it was restrictive and I was like, I'm going to take the same approach that I teach my clients. And that's a slow and steady, sustainable, flexible, kind approach um, where we're not beating ourselves up for being where we are. Um, you know, you can you can be okay with your body and still want to change it. Um, you know, I like to call it an upgrade. Um, you know, if you're moving house, you wouldn't walk around hating your current house because you're not in the new one yet right you'd still decorate it you'd still you know what I mean like you'd still be thankful that you have a roof over your head um, and in the same way like I every day made it a priority to appreciate my current body um, of course there were days where you know I may have been like oh I wish I didn't have this or I hate the way these pants fit or whatnot and that's normal um, but I was kinder to myself and I, what I thought was balanced before um you know with my eating and my training and everything like I I had no idea um you know that that now um that I'd find like a new new type of balance where I didn't care if I had a stomach roll cuz before I thought I had balance just because I was eating more desserts and things like that um you know and I wasn't as obsessed with food but like now it's just like I'm okay to say I'm gonna take two weeks off of, of dieting. Um, you know, I still have a little ways to go, and it's been. It's been a year and a half. Arlo's eighteen months now? And I'm down seventy pounds, um, or sixty five now. And I have I wanted to lose seventy to get kind of back down to where I was pre baby weight, um, and I'd done that, that amount of weight loss, the first time in like twelve weeks. Um, and it was extreme. And this time I'd taken a year and a half, and it's been really slow. There's been months where I haven't even lost a pound. And, and that's okay, because I knew I'd eventually get there. Um, At no point have I felt restricted. Um, You know, there's a difference between restraint and restriction. Uh, Restriction is like, cutting out all processed foods and sugar and all this stuff, and not eating after six, and All these crazy restrictions and restraint is just, I could have that cheesecake tonight if I wanted to, but I'm going to choose this piece of fruit instead because it aligns with my goals and I'll plan to have that piece of cheesecake on the weekend. You know, so it's just kind of a shift in mindset. Um, But what I did this time around that was so different was I started with walking. Um, I walked at the beginning just three days a week and That was something I committed to. That was the first goal I set. I wasn't even thinking about my weight so much. I just set a consistency goal um, because I knew I had to start building the momentum and I knew I was breastfeeding at the time. I couldn't jump into a drastic calorie deficit and I didn't have time to go to the gym. I'd had a C-section. I wasn't going to go start lifting heavy again. So I was like, what little thing can I start with? And it really started the momentum. And I started by walking. I started by choosing more whole foods. Like by then my aversions were gone and I could eat healthier meals and, uh, you know, going about it that way. And the weight did start to come off. Um, you know, and from there, gradually I moved into training, uh, two to four times a week. Right now I'm consistently doing four strength training sessions a week. Um, I've kept my calories really high, um, because, I need that flexibility and that sustainability. And I also didn't want um, to screw with my metabolism the way I did the first time. You know, the first time I think I was eating 1,200 calories the whole time. And, uh, you know, it was brutal. Um, and this time, like, it really hasn't felt like I've been dieting. Like, I don't I don't feel extremely hungry. I don't feel tired. Um, it's just been enjoyable. And with the gym, like, I go in... Like it's just something to get done. Like it's my daily dose of medicine almost. Um, Whereas before I'd be like, oh, let's burn the leg fat today. Let's do this. And, you know, in the bodybuilding days, whereas now it's just like, okay, how many more push-ups can I get? Um, I'm going to start learning how to do pull-ups, which is what I'm doing right now. And I just set different goals for myself. Um, Everything away from changing my body because by setting these goals – and and achieving them your body's automatically going to change you're going to build muscle you're going to feel better you're going to get leaner um you know you're going to get stronger and gradually you will lose the weight um but by focusing on that by going in the gym like i got to burn these calories right now like it's because you don't get that instant gratification you're not going to walk out of the gym with a six pack um you know people give up and don't stick to the plan so um, by setting these different types of goals, um, I've been able to be so consistent and it's just been so enjoyable and such a shift in my mindset from last time. Um, and it's helped me tremendously as a coach, uh, my approach to, to dieting, my approach to, um, diet breaks and things like this, which I, I mentioned earlier and I didn't elaborate on, um know first episode, I'm trying to keep things <laughs> without rambling or like chasing squirrels off into the bush, but uh you know i I take a much different approach with my clients now, a much more sustainable approach um you know, trying to give them as much food as they possibly can, uh prioritizing healthy habits above all else um taking and encouraging diet breaks when needed um just to touch on that quickly, a diet break would be. When you kind of stop eating in a calorie deficit for for a period of time, um, it doesn't have to be like a certain, like it's not set in stone. It could be a weekend. It could be a week. It could be two weeks where you move your calories up and you eat at a maintenance level calorie, um, calorie level, or just stop tracking your food altogether. Um, whatever it is, it gives you a mental break and it gives your body a physical break from dieting because dieting is a stress to the body. And I have probably taken 10 diet breaks over the last year and a half, and I have continued to progress while eating as many calories as possible, and I just, uh, it's incredible. And uh, yeah, this year I am currently in a online fitness business mentorship um, with my friend Jordan, and it's been incredible. He's such an incredible, uh, mentor and trainer and coach. Um, and I've also signed up to, um, get certified as a mindset coach, um, a healthy mindset coach, like working on behavior change and, uh, and all that. So it's been a huge year, um, as a coach and as a fitness professional, and I am really excited for what, I am going to be bringing to the table and what I have to offer my clients going forward. This has just been a consistent upgrade and I really feel like this is just the beginning, Um, which is why I'm starting this podcast because I want to share so much more with you and get these thoughts and these ideas and um, all that out of my mind and out there to you so you can learn as well and hopefully avoid the same mistakes that I made and the struggles that I made. Um but yeah I think the key takeaway here is like sometimes, you know, living a bit unbalanced is what cause is what creates balance, you know, in the first place. Uh you know, I don't regret anything that happened. It's like by knowing what doesn't work, you find out what does work and you learn to appreciate yourself and your journey. Um then yeah, so that's that for today. If you're still here, I so appreciate you listening. Um, Please reach out anytime if you have any certain topics you want me to address. I plan on doing these on the regular. Um, Yeah, so that's it for today. Not quite sure how I'm supposed to sign off this thing, so I'm just going to say chat soon, and uh, I appreciate you for listening.